Hello everyone and welcome to the Banter Roundtable podcast. This is your host, Ben Cohn. And I'm Bob Seska. And I'm Justin Rosario. The Banter Roundtable podcast is brought to you by the Banter Newsletter. We rely on our generous subscribers to keep going, so please support us by signing up for a Banter membership today. You can get a 50% discount when you join the community and you'll get access to all our premium articles and locked archive. You will also be supporting independent, responsible media at a crucial time when our democracy is in peril. Your support is greatly appreciated. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 65 of the Banter Roundtable podcast. Uh, this is uh, Ben Cohen here. I'm here with Bob and Justin. How are you guys? Hey Ben. Uh, so a little bit of a different format today because I don't know if anybody read my piece this week. Um, I have uh, anemia. I'm struggling a bit with this. Uh, it's taking it out of me. So I, I uh, <laughs> this is I'm not up to doing that much at the moment. But uh, I missed the podcast. I, I miss chatting with uh, with you guys as well. Uh, so I wanted to do a kind of a catch up to see what the hell I basically have really not really paid much attention uh, this week yeah, to what's yeah. been going on. So I'm like, okay, I need to, <laughs> I need to plug back in. I need to figure out what the hell I've missed. Something about Trump being arrested, like that was about as much as I, saw. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gleaned from the news. Um, yeah. My God, so, well, not yet. Actually, miss and... that happening? That would have been the worst for you. Yeah. Oh my God. It hasn't thinking, happened yet, so you didn't I'm miss thinking... anything. But if you had. Yeah, it would have probably restored my iron levels um, if I'd have kind of seen <laughs> uh, what's that, that happening. So what you're um, saying is that you would have gotten really stiff if that had happened? Come on, Ben. <laughs> calm Justin, it down. Calm it yes, down. Calm it down. I'm... It's a family podcast here. <laughs> but no, I I, uh, I have been trying to pay attention to the news. It's just been like getting halfway through it. Like I can't, yeah, I just haven't really had much uh, ability to pay attention to anything. Uh, so... Anyway, but I want to also first thank everybody, um, you know, who have been getting tons of messages and comments on the piece I wrote this week, uh, or messages of support. So I really, really appreciate that. It's, it's very kind. People, um, I try to respond to as many people as I can about that. So a, a huge thanks to the, to the banter listeners and the, the readers, and uh, it really means a lot. Um, I am feeling it's pretty dreadful. This, like, I haven't experienced anything quite like this i mean my covid long covid thing was bad but this feels a bit more serious um yeah so a big a big thank you to everybody and um yeah uh i'm hoping to get to the bottom of this and hopefully it, it starts to resolve itself at some point um i'm not in, i'm amazed I'm you didn't get lots of suggestions yeah i'm surprised you didn't get a lot of suggestions about what you were doing wrong <laughs> and how to do it right oh yeah that's Right, that's usually the case, right? But but no, like yeah, I, internet. Say, Thank it's you. A, it's, it's a testament to, to our readers and and listeners who are actually kind of fairly thoughtful, kind people, um, who just said, and yeah, very good looking. yeah, you're all very good looking as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, so enough about that. Uh, I'll, I'll update people if there's anything, any um, sort of uh, new new uh, revelations in my quest to find out what the hell is going on. Um, but for now, uh, look, I'm going to basically ask you guys questions like what the hell just happened this past week or even two weeks, because uh, that's how long I've kind of been out of it for. Um, it's weird because uh, we right. did a podcast. Two, we did a podcast two weeks ago um, and I was I was actually feeling all right. 
uh, I was actually feeling I'd gone back from the hospital and, and I'd had a couple of steaks and I was feeling great. Um, mm. And then I sort of cra- like after that, it just I thought that was it. I was going to do some steaks and you know have a couple of iron pills and I'd be good. But that apparently wasn't the case uh, at all. So uh, I, I've sort of missed a couple of weeks really of being of, of what's been going on. But what what if, if I were if you were t- talking to an alien about um, what's been going on over the last couple of weeks? What, what, are the, what are the highlights? Well, the former president of the United States uh, wasn't arrested this week, even though he was claiming that he would be. And uh, yeah, yeah, shocking that Donald Trump would be wrong about something or, in fact, making something up. By the way, uh, space aliens, Donald Trump is this uh, uh, pumpkin-headed monster who, in a, a fit of some sort of nervous breakdown in 2016, a majority of Americans decided to vote for. Uh, it was baffling. Uh, we have this thing called democracy, and a bunch of them abused democracy to elevate someone who actually hates democracy. And so that's uh, the situation we're in in a nutshell. And then uh, a bunch of crimes were committed by this guy, and he has yet to be held accountable for any of those crimes. And in the process, complaining about the fact that he's being investigated, even though he hasn't been held accountable at all. <laughs> so... uh and he was supposed to be arrested this week, but that didn't happen. It'll probably happen at the earliest uh, next week, like Monday or Tuesday or something like that. Uh, and so that's where we are. The The funny thing is, though, uh, and it's not and I, I don't mean funny. Ha ha. The strange thing is uh, the, the supporters of this guy. Am I still talking to the space alien? I just want to make sure. Do I still have to do the space alien? No, you don't have to do the space alien. <laughs> nice. part, but I have to keep up the bit. All right. Uh, the fact is that all of his people are threatening violence. He himself is threatening violence. Yesterday, he, uh, on his own social media site, uh, posted a picture of himself threatening the prosecutor with a baseball bat. That was interesting, and that was right after he said, our country is being destroyed as they tell us to be peaceful. Like, shame on everyone for telling us to be peaceful. We don't want to be peaceful. And then his lawyer said that uh, that if Trump is indicted, it'll be all-out war. So this is the climate that we're going into, which is kind of why I was a little bit shocked when I heard some people say, people who I like and respect, who said that, oh, yeah, there's not going to be any violence. They're going to chicken out. They're going to see what happens to the January 6th insurrectionists, and they're not going to do anything because of that. Well, one of the January 6th insurrectionists, Ali Alexander, said that uh, any cop who betrays the people for politicians is a traitor and will be dealt with at a later date accordingly. (laughs) So, so much for that. So much for January 6th prosecutions serving as a deterrent. But that's where we are, uh, aliens. Yeah, and and to be clear, Trump is really, really trying to whip up like an actual physical violence here like one of his yeah one of his truths one of his stupid truth social I- i'm not going to scream it because it's all in caps like he's not even bothering with it most of his thing <laughs> anymore. it's all in caps is why won't brag Al- alvin bragg being the da in new york why won't bragg drop this case everybody's everybody of course everybody says there's no crime here i did nothing wrong it was all made up by a convicted nut job with zero credibility mind you he was literally convicted for committing this crime, he's talking about Michael Cohen. He was convicted committing this crime at Trump's behalf, uh, uh, for Trump, uh, you know, doing Trump's bidding. He got convicted for this crime, which Trump is now being investigated for. But you know, whatever. 
is zero credibility, who has been disputed by highly respected professionals at every turn. Bragg refuses to drop despite, this is all in caps, so he's screaming this, refuses to stop despite overwhelming evidence to the contrary. There's no evidence. He is a Soros-backed animal, <laughs> a little bit of extra racism there, who just doesn't care about right or wrong no matter how many people are hurt. This is no, there is, this is no legal system. This is the Gestapo. This is Russia and China, but worse, disgraceful. He's trying to get this guy assassinated. Oh my he, wants, yeah. he wants one of his lunatics to put a bullet in Alvin Bragg and then be able to say, I don't know how that happened. I, I don't understand what happened. The, the, I mean, the, the buzzwords that I'm hitting, you know, George Soros and, and uh, you know what I mean? Like, the language oh, yeah, is, 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 you know, it's pretty scary, right? Like, well, he's that, really freaking out right now. He's scared shitless right, that he's going to get arrested. Right, and do, do you think that it's having the same effect on his um, on his fans? Do you think his fans are as riled up as ever, or, or is there kind of less? Well, okay, so I wrote about that this week, and there's two things going on. There's a lot of people jumping up and down and screaming civil war, especially the ones with blue checks, mm. right? So they're – because, I mean, and, and that's kind of their job. Their job is to go out there and scream – you know, violence and war and, you know, kill, murder, blah, blah, blah. And that's how they get clout, and that's how they get people to, you know, retweet them and pay attention to them, et cetera, et cetera. But on the other hand, the people who actually pay really close attention to the right wing, they have been saying that – all right, so in the run-up to January 6th, there was a lot of online chatter – about the attacks, like a huge amount of it. Like it was really coordinated, like we're going to go in there, here's the maps, here's the windows, we're going to bust it. Like, I mean, not for nothing, it was right there in front of the police and the FBI and nobody did anything. They just kind of said, eh, whatever. And if they go, you go back and you can find all of that information, it's just right out there. They planned it, it was coordinated, they knew it was coming and they just didn't do anything. That's not happening this time, right? As of so, so far, I mean, that could change, obviously, the closer we get to an actual arrest. But they thought he was going to get arrested last week, and it didn't. So, But they're not planning anything. There's no coordination. There's no, like, you know, when they do this, they talk about it online, and they start talking about how, you know, 50 of us are going to get together. We're going to bring our guns. We're going to take down the government. They're not doing that right now. That could change, but right now, they're not doing that. So they're angry but they don't seem to be let's go out and get ourselves killed angry so you can read into that what you want like the way i've been reading into it is that they're gonna be mad but it's gonna be like crt we're mad about crt but we're not gonna go out and burn down buildings about it because well you know it's trump and we still have ron DeSantis. yeah I, I don't see themselves getting themselves arrested for this is that deflect? Do you think the the rise of Ron DeSantis is sort of drawing away some of the MAGA crowd, some of the kind of more moderate kind of maybe some of them are kind of sick of sick of Trump, and um, you know they're they're sick of all the because I, I I think there's some polls have shown right that a lot of people kind of didn't come out and vote for Trump because they were just sick of the chaos, and now they have like an alternative. 
Well, um, that, he keeps losing, and it's like they're tired of it, and it's just like, ugh, again with this? He doesn't win. Like, he won in 2016, and he hasn't won since. Right. You know, he got creamed in 2018, he got creamed in 2020, and he got creamed again in 2022. And it's like, how many times are you going to put up with that before? It's like, you know what? Kind of tired of all this losing. Let's go on to something else. Yeah. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Or they just could be in disbelief. They just could be like, no, they, they, they can't possibly really arrest them. That doesn't happen. We don't do that here. Which is true. Mm. We don't, right? Mm. We don't really hold the rich and powerful accountable for anything, much less actual Republicans. Like, when do we hold Republicans accountable for stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm. So they may just be like, no, they're never actually going to do it. And then he gets arrested. They're like, oh, shit, they actually did it. And then they'll get really mad and violent. So... It's hard to say. So, so what? So, okay, guys, what do you think the chances of this, of this indictment? Right, he get he, he gets arrested. So he still might get. He's going to get arrested, right? Like that is that is going to happen. It seems like it's going to happen. Right? Yeah, it's going to happen. He'll be yeah, he'll be indicted in New York City for sure. I don't. Think and I think there's a pretty solid chance. Handcuffs, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll. I I think he'll ask for handcuffs. I think he wants to seem victimized and defiant in the face of that victimization. I think that's his mindset. And uh, who the hell knows, and and ultimately, who cares? But uh, all I care about is that this actually happens. I uh, shot a video. I've been doing some uh, videos lately. And I shot a video commentary uh, yesterday where I talked about how uh, there's this talking point among Trump supporters where they say, well, if they can do this to Donald Trump— Imagine what they can do to you. Right. Well, no one's received. <laughs> yeah. Well, no one's received. No one's received more latitude than Donald Trump when it comes to legal pressure. Oh my God! I mean, if you look at the actual timeline, it's been nearly six years since Donald Trump signed that check to Stormy Daniels. It's been since 2017. Six years. You compare yeah. that to the nine minutes in which Derek Chauvin was uh, George Floyd's judge, jury, and executioner. That's the gigantic two-tiered legal system we have in this country. One tier, if you're wealthy and powerful, you get all the privilege in the world. If you're everyone else, it's this shit system that pumps you through it like a fucking Play-Doh factory. And so uh, I I just, I so resent this this talking point. Like, oh my God, Donald Trump's being treated so fairly. You know, while he's down there, playing golf and making fart noises on Troth Central. What a shame. (laughs) What a disgrace, you know? We would have been in jail like three years ago, four years ago. Oh, my God, yes. If not, you know, there are black men being choked out in the streets. You know, that's that's what happens to normal people. That's what happens to regular people who don't have the power and prestige of Donald Trump. But he's being treated so unfairly. Boo-hoo. Right. Yeah, boo-hoo, exactly. I mean... But I guess they're coming at this from the perspective that he's an ex-president. Yeah, Yeah, like... Well, it could be a felony. I mean, that's pretty serious. I mean, it's... I I don't think we should count on anything keeping him from running for president or potentially becoming president again. I think that's up to us. That's up to voters. That's up to activists. That's up to, you know, our tenacity to make sure this guy doesn't... Uh, reach that station again um 
but the other, the one thing it won't I mean if he's convicted of a felony he'll no longer be able to vote uh, there's <laughs> that for himself yeah but I think what this will do this process will continue to peel away more swing voters independent voters uh, I mean uh, you know on one hand I know better than to say something like this or to believe something like this but even if Donald Trump, and it's very likely he'll become the nomination, the nominee of, of the Republican Party again, his odds of winning at this point, I believe it's diminishing returns. Because, yeah, it, just 2016 was a fucking fluke, and Russia had a lot to do with that. Changing minds before they needed to change any votes. They didn't have to change votes. All they had to do was change people's minds, which they did with all that disinformation. Uh, but then 2018... Uh, 2020, 2022, each time around, less support for Donald Trump and Donald Trump's policies, Donald Trump's agenda, Donald Trump's endorsements. So if you continue that trend and extend it out to its logical conclusion, he should get even fewer votes going into 2024. I mean, in the range of like 35 to 40 percent of the vote. Um, that's that's what it looks like right now. Now, there's a lot of extenuating circumstances that we're dealing with. A lot of repeating of what happened in 2016. We've already heard that Elon that on Elon Musk's Twitter, Russian trolls are buying up those Twitter blue blue checks and spreading disinformation with the increased reach that they get with the blue checks. That's, I mean, that's a whole other topic, which is oh just packed with fuckery. That. Yeah, that just enrages me, and I'll do nothing but rant for the next hour and a half if, if I go down that road. But suffice to say, the, the same bullshit is happening on social media. Then you got Facebook and Instagram who are going to adopt the same kind of Twitter blue thing, but on their platforms. And the, But the difference with Twitter is they don't have any staff to be able to weed out the bad actors to weed out the trolls the disinformers so it's just going to be allowed to, to spread and that's one of my concerns that donald trump will get a boost because of the rampant disinformation on twitter um hopefully that doesn't happen but there's a very distinct possibility given where we are uh, at this point and then you know you've got the ongoing issue of the short attention span, the short, even shorter term memories of American voters mm. where it's like, oh, well, yeah, this is kind of the similar thing happened in 2022, although gerrymandering was a big part of it. Uh, people forgetting, oh, the Republican Party, what did they do wrong? Oh, let's just go with them again for the House of Representatives. But completely forgetting what happened, you know, when they were controlling uh, both chambers of Congress and the White House for four years or for uh, a good part or at least two years so uh yeah the, a lot of impediments uh toward making sure donald trump doesn't get elected again but i think uh overall support is so diminished right now i i, th- I just think people americans are done with trump he had his time we've moved on we, we had that experiment where we thought oh maybe we'll get this business guy in who will shake things up in washington and of course, all all he did was enrich himself, enrich his friends, uh, exploited his access to classified documents to uh, gain uh, compromise on his friends and enemies. 
and to uh, basically poison the republic. Well, I mean, it's going to be a long time before we recover from the Trump blight. That's going to affect us for a good long time, and uh, hopefully we're starting to close that door. Now, the good thing about if they do indict him in New York, the good thing about that is that it, it breaks the glass ceiling, so to speak, yeah. right? Once he's indicted, then that that shatters the mythos, right? We don't have to pretend anymore that an ex-president can't be indicted. It's never been hmm. done. Well, it fucking well has been done, right? Yeah. Which means Georgia can do it, which means the DOJ doesn't have any more excuses about, well, we've never done this before. Well, it's, it's been done. It's been done. Now fucking do your jobs, right? Mm. He stole classified da- uh, documents. He stole them. He lied about it. He obstructed justice. Some of them are still missing. You know, now they don't have any more excuses about why they're not doing and they're just sitting on hands. You know, at this point, I mean, it's been long enough now. They appointed um, a special prosecutor to look into Joe Biden quicker than they've lo- uh, than they've started looking into Mike Pence at this point, which is really starting to offend me, right? Because it was the same exact thing. They both had classified documents. No one's uh, making a big deal about Mike Pence, but they sure made a big deal about Joe Biden, right? And they're still dragging their feet on fucking Donald Trump. It's like, you mm-hmm. know what? Just because he's an ex-president doesn't mean a goddamn thing. He's a private citizen now, and he had those goddamn stolen documents while he was a private citizen. They no longer have any excuses. If New York indicts, the DOJ has to do something. They can't sit there and come up with more excuses. And that's it. They just have to move. And I'm yeah, I mean, really it, hoping New York does it. Right. I mean, th- there's a lot of – all of the chatter about, you know, this is if they can come for him, they can come for anybody. It's like, wait a second. This guy, if you break the law – you know, if you break the law, you go to prison. Like that's that's what that's everybody the else point. has. To... If they can come for him, they can come for anybody. Yes, that's yeah. the point. That's how this country's supposed to work. That's the rule of law. So Nobody's I don't above it. Right, 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 right. So I don't really, buy... yeah, I'm not obviously buying the the GOP position on this. That this is, you know, they're hounding this guy on un- un- unnecessarily. They keep playing this sort this. this um, whatever it is, this meme, right, this idea that, uh, you know, the Democrats are kind of going, um, they're using extrajudicial power and it's all corrupt and, you know, this is, it's got nothing to do with the Democrats, it's got nothing to do with the government, this is, ju- it is a legal matter in New York City, right, this is, as I understand it, this is, there's absolutely no politics involved in this whatsoever, this is a straight up criminal case, so, I mean, I don't really get what they're arguing, that, that you know that therefore Trump is not he's not subject to the law. Like I, I don't I, I genuinely don't see I don't really get what what they're arguing. Well, I mean let let's not forget the people who are screaming about this the loudest are the ones who talk who were who were also talking about how they were going to drag all the Democrats out into the middle of a field and have them shot live on TV because you know QAnon in the storm. So it's not like they give a shit about the rule of law. They care about it being applied to them which is classic fascism. It's the mm. rule of law for you, but not for me. I can do whatever I want. You, on the other hand, you're constrained. I can tell you what to do. You don't get to tell me what to do. Mm. I mean, oh. it's so it's so exhausting having to... We, we're still talking about this guy in 2023, 
and here we are again um, dealing with this nonsense. I mean, I guess, you know, from a strategic point of view, the, Demo- the Democrats are probably loving this. They probably think this is absolutely fantastic. Uh, that, um, well, it's certainly, not help- it's certainly not hurting Joe Biden for 2024. No, it really isn't. It, it, it really isn't. There's nothing – if he gets – if he does, you know, face charges for this, it doesn't mean he can't run, though, right? Like, there's no uh, there's no statute saying that you, you can't run for president if you get – Oh, yeah, he can run. He can totally yeah, run. Yeah, he can totally well, run. Well, not according, according to Glenn Greenwald. If you're under investigation, you cannot run for president. But apparently that only applied to Hillary Clinton. So, you know, whatever. Ah. <sighs> Okay. Um, all right. Well, look. What else is there? Any, uh, any other major news stories that that I mean, Bob? You mentioned the whole Russia thing on Twitter. Like how, <laughs> in the scheme of things, how we've. Got, I mean, I've tried to. My, I've I've kind of jumped on Twitter a little bit, but not much. Um, I, I try and the hellscape that is Twitter, which now <laughs> seems to be, you know. Um, yeah. Wait, every right wing can it just seems to me that that now um everything on twitter now it, it seems to validate all the right wing conspiracy theories right that they now think they've been proved right about pretty much everything um about fauci about the you know, the world economic forum about vaccines about this that and the other every time i go on it's just, it's like it's right wing people and alt left people bragging about we told you about the vaccines and now this that and the, you know so this obviously this is not good going into 2024 when you've got more disinformation pumping through Twitter than than kind of ever before. Um, have you guys noticed this too? Is this is this my imagination or or, or is this like a sort well, of I'm a thing blocking, now? I'm blocking accounts constantly. That's like why is this on my? Why am I seeing this right wing lunatic? Why am I seeing this yeah. right wing lunatic? Yeah. I don't follow this person. Why? How did I end up following them? Block 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 block. I do a lot of timeline cleansing. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, you got to do it. If you're going to stay on Twitter, you have to actively deal with that. The thing is, uh, t- Twitter is getting worse and worse by the day. Uh, there was a big series of events yesterday on Twitter, uh, at least that were announced. We kind of knew these were coming, but here they are. Well, first of all, uh, the l- legacy verified blue check badges things, those are going away in April, and they've made that official announcement they're saying okay well you're like what you have your that's what i have yeah well yeah because i had to submit my driver's license i had to submit colon x-rays i mean jesus (laughs) yeah i mean was i the only one who had to submit colon x-rays i think i might have been that was an uncomfortable situation that was rough um so yeah but i was verified legitimately like everyone else was before the twitter blue program was rolled out so, but th- and that's all going away. So you're going to see myriad uh, celebrities and notable people, and on down the line, who have legacy blue checks. They're going to lose those blue checks. They'll be assaulted, accosted with imposters and sock puppet accounts, and all the rest of it. It's going to cause all kinds of trouble. People who aren't blue checks and never were blue checks are going to get end up getting uh, suckered and duped into schemes uh, by people who they think were verified but who aren't etc imposters and so on i mean imagine like oh i just started to go fund me for celebrity x or y well they don't have a blue check anymore but who cares no one does except twitter blue and so people start giving their money over to this go fund me and then it's a ripoff and these are all kinds of extenuating circumstances all kinds of ramifications of elon musk's ridiculousness so there's that and i i discovered yesterday that there's 
Well, I already knew the fact that there were other colored badges. There's a gray verification badge, and then there's a gold verification badge. You know how much it costs a month to get the gold verification badge if you're an organization like CNN, for example? $1,000 a month. What? That's what Elon Musk is charging organizations. Like, so if the banter wanted to get a gold verification badge to show that it's a media outlet, $1,000 a month, Ben. That's what it'll cost. But what's and the so, benefit? Why would anybody do I mean, I guess they're going to have to. It's crazy. Are some people going to have to do that? Are they? I mean, some they're desperate for revenue, right? I mean, this, this, yeah. this looks, yeah. He's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, but now you're gonna see, what you're going to see there is you're going to see a ton, like you're going to see dozens, if not hundreds, of right wing um, people have that because they have unending deep pocket donors to, mm. to just pay them, you know, like and they can just afford it because they're not they don't have to rely on advertisement really. They get unending deep ending, uh, uh, you know cash flow constantly so they can afford that which will make give it'll buy them legitimacy where people like us do not have unlimited donors where we're not going to be able to afford that so they're going to seem legitimate and the left will not have that and so it's going to be this flood of gold checks all over the place within six yeah. months you're going to start seeing that Right. The other thing is, if you're a Twitter Blue subscriber, if you're paying Elon Musk, whatever it is, $9 a month, first of all, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Second of all, you can, there's a feature that he's rolling out that you can hide your blue check from your profile. So, in other words, you'll sign up for Twitter Blue so you get that status symbol. And then if you're embarrassed by it, because it's really going to be like a scarlet letter on your chest to be like, okay, well, this person is subservient to Elon Musk. That to me, if you're a Twitter blue, blue check, that's what that says about you. I'm paying Elon Musk, this shithead who's destroying Twitter, who's potentially ruining the 2024 election and handing it to Donald Trump. I'm going to give that guy nine dollars a month. But I'm embarrassed by that. It's humiliating because now it's like this symbol of fealty to Elon Musk. So I'm just going to hide that blue check from my followers. It's so fucking stupid. I can't even define how awful it is and ridiculous. So and I I don't know. But if you're an existing legacy blue check on Twitter, I strongly recommend that you go over to Spoutable right now where they are automatically well it's not automatic you have to tell them but let spoutable know there's a whole process in the settings i believe let them know that you're a legacy blue check on twitter and they're also accepting legacy blue checks from instagram and then they will automatically sort of grandfather you a blue check on spoutable which i have already done and It's like the only social, after Twitter, after my blue check goes away on Twitter, it'll be the only social media platform that I'll be verified on. Is Spoutable charging for... for, No, 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 not at all. It's free. It's free. You can get verified absolutely 100% free on Spoutable. There may be, I think there's a donation button there where you can donate $5 if you want to. But it's totally optional. There's so many great things. There's an edit button. The number of characters per uh, spout is 300. They just rolled out a video feature. And there will be an app coming 
I don't know, it could be any day now. So it's to me, that's, I mean, post might be a good alternative for Facebook, for example, but Spoutable is so far the best alternative to Twitter. And I hope people start uh, uh, picking up that as uh, as their sort of home base. Hmm, I haven't really paid much attention. Like, and again, like I haven't done any posting on anywhere at the moment, so I'm gonna. <laughs> but I will get on Spoutable. I'm on post. Uh, you know, um, Justin, where are you at the moment? Uh, I'm still Facebook, Twitter, obviously, and I'm on Spoutable. Okay, Facebook. Okay, all right. So we'll need to leave. We'll do a whole post on this um, uh, next week and where to follow us on these different social media platforms, just so people can keep up with us. If the newsletter isn't enough for everyone. Um, mm. All right. So let's just quickly chat about your articles this week. Both um, excellent pieces. Um, really, really good. Uh, Justin, um, your piece, There's a Way to Survive the Collapse of the Republican Party. This is for members only. What was your, the general sort of um, the thesis here, right? That, you know, I mean... This is something both Bob and I have talked about before. Um, Bob, like, I I, I swing back and forth, um, depending on how cynical I'm being at that point in time, at that particular moment in time. Um, I don't know, like, if, if... like, Republicans are obviously trying to take over the country with the fascist government, right? Um, and then there will not be any elections. But if they fail to do that, which I'm really hoping they do, would be lovely, um, they're not just going to go away. Uh, and what I see happening, and this is something Bob had written about last year, uh, I think the name of the article was, um, this is how we end up in a sectarian uh, civil war, something along those lines, is that um, the country will move forward, right? The right will pretty much, if they fail to take over and end honest elections, they're going. The Republican Party is going to die, right? Their whole thing is they're just geared towards appealing towards angry white men, and that is a dying demographic in this country, right? The boomers are dying. Gen X only has a few decades left before we're all old, and you know we're just a smaller vastly outnumbered generation by millennials and generation Z and generation alpha. And there's just not going to be enough angry white guys to hold up a Republican party that wants to limit the way people vote and limit, you know, women's reproductive rights and scream about transgender, this and blah, blah, blah. So what, but they're not just going to go away and they're not going to moderate because they're not capable of that at this point. They're a fascist white nationalist party, which means they're going to turn to straight up domestic terrorism. And we're going to have to deal with that for decades, 20, mm. 30 years we're going to have to deal with that. At least of these guys just blowing up electrical stations, shooting up schools and malls and federal buildings because if they can't have it, if they, they're like, they're like um, abusive husbands. If they can't control and they can't be in charge, they will try to destroy everything. Because that's the type of people they are. And they tell us this all the time. Like, they're not shy about it. You know, if it's not our country, then there won't be a country. Um, and, but if we can hold it together, right, if we can keep from fighting back, which is something Bob specifically mentioned, right, if we don't throw away our values in order to retaliate, like, if we don't go out of our way to try and punish them in retaliation, 
and if we could just hold the country together and keep having elections and keep moving forward and just make it something that we can deal with until mm. they burn themselves out because they will eventually it won't last forever and if we can do that then we win right we just have to not beat them into the ground necessarily just keep them from destroying us and they will burn themselves out they have to it cannot last forever it's just going to be a very ugly 30 plus years for us like the rest you the three of us we're not going to live to see that delightful well you might ben because like you're all young me and bob we're old <laughs> um, but you know we're not going to survive to see that future but our kids will and our mm. grandkids will so you know and that's okay i'm fine with that i don't mind you know living through the next 30 years of absolute bullshit from republicans and their white nationalist followers and that whole nonsense if i know that after i'm dead they'll have fucked off and my kids are going to live in a future that i could have only dreamed about i can live with that i'm fine with that as but long as we it, get there so it's it's, it's it was a really yeah it was a pretty optimistic piece actually i mean it's, it's i know it's unusual it was, for me yeah it was actually pretty optimistic so no, i highly recommend everybody re- read it um it was you know it made me feel positive um so that was good. That was great. I'll try like, not like, to do that again. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, don't, <laughs> don't give us false hope, Justin. And and um, uh, Bob, your your piece this week, uh, which was you know drag queens don't kill people, guns do. Yeah, uh, which I thought was great, right? Because this is a you know the, all this hysteria over drag queens and people like showing up to like drag queen storytelling events with guns. I mean, it just shows you how insane the yeah, the yeah morality has become in this country where the people are so scared of a man dressing up as a woman that they want to bring a gun they, they'll bring like machine guns to yeah, uh, to yeah. protest this stuff because of the kids i mean yeah. it, I, I just i just genuinely don't get it right I, I don't get here's what i don't get right i don't get like i would have no problem with my kids going to a drag queen story event like look if i have seen some f- clips of uh, drag queen storytelling events that were in a like I didn't think were appropriate, right? Um, you know, way too it was it was too much, right? It was like a stripper show. Like I don't think that 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 w- I wouldn't be cool with, right? But I tell you, I'd be more cool with that than a group of armed men showing up and screaming obscenities uh, at people, right? I'd be mm-hmm. way more afraid. I'd be way more worried about that than I would be um, having my kid watch a stripper show. Yeah, yeah. Well, shocking. Grown-ups like to play dress them up sometimes. But it's, it's, like, it's you can go back to the ancient times and people have been dressing up in costumes. Right. And so suddenly now this is the thing. This is like the critical race theory of this period of time. It's just like right. some thing that a lot of people in uh red states are afraid of. For some reason, because of their bigotry and biases and upbringing and so on. So, therefore, uh, whether it's drag shows or trans people or gay people or black people, etc., they're different and scary and they want things that are different from our culture. And so, therefore, we have to ban those things because, uh, oh, God, they're mutilating children? What? This is just like, uh, it's so... 
I got to break away from doing this sometimes because picking apart some of these talking points is it makes my brain hurt. Like, so the the peg for this particular piece that I wrote for the banter was another Michael Knowles quote where he was admitting that no one's getting murdered at drag shows. There's no one saying he said here, no one's saying that drag queens are murdering children. He said that uh, drag queens are scandalizing children, which they're not. They're not right. scandal. There's no evidence whatsoever that people go to a drag show and go, okay, well, now I want to I dress up like that. Um, but regardless, even if they were, who cares? Um, and then he made that comparison between guns and cars, two of the leading causes of death of children. And I, I just, again, it makes my head hurt because he's got, he's weaving in all these different things. And I can't even imagine being, um, you know, just a regular Trump supporter, a regular listener of Michael Knowles and trying to justify all of this in my head, try to square it all away and, and what is, this actually means. So he's saying that, well, guns are the leading cause of death of children. Cars are the second leading cause of death of children. We're not calling for a ban on cars, but we are calling for a ban on guns and drag shows. It was just immensely confusing. But, I, but again, when they draw that comparison between, well, no one's calling for bans on cars. Well, you know what? What I'd love to see is similar regulations that we have on cars and drivers applied to uh, firearms and, and, and firearm owners. If we can have those kinds of regulations where we've got insurance, we've got testing, we've got traffic laws, we've got, uh, what else, uh, auto safety standards, child safety standards in cars, manufacturing standards, uh, and so forth applied to vehicles. And so, yeah, sure, if you want to make that comparison, let's regulate guns the same way we regulate cars. I think we'd all be fine with that. I think, I mean, other than perhaps banning things like AR-15s, these military-style weapons, which is like basically if we're drawing, if we're in that car-gun metaphor comparison contrast thing, AR-15s would be like driving a tank down the street. It's completely unnecessary to do what you want to do. The only reason people are buying AR-15s is because they look cool. They look like they're out of some sort of war movie or a Rambo movie or something like that. Um but beyond that, it's just it's overkill. But every other gun, you know, I think should be regulated like cars are regulated. It only makes sense. And, and Michael Knowles is kind of admitting that uh, that guns are the leading cause of death. So why not? It's very uh, it's a very confusing thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who, who is this guy? He's on the um, what network? he's on the he's on the Daily Wire. Wire. This is the same guy who's going out, who's been going after trans people. Uh, uh, you know, he, I think he was one of the main drivers of this holy war against uh, trans people and drag shows. For God's sake! Like I, I really find this stuff disturbing. Right, this this new like Matt Walsh and all these guys, Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson, who are instigating this this huge like trans anti trans. Um, hysteria stuff like i find it mm-hmm. really 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 scary right like it's it's kind of like end time they're, they're declaring it end times right they're 
you know what I mean? As if like the moral corruption of children and, and is it's so extreme that we have to, you know, there's this new meme going around about, about Trump, right? That he's, people aren't necessarily, you know, they don't love Trump, but he's the only person standing in the, in the way of them. Right. So he, he will like, he's stopping the, the, the liberals coming to sexualize your children and, um, take away your guns and take away your civil liberties and suppress your speech and all this kind of stuff right uh and the daily wire is now just this propaganda platform that yeah. pumps out this kind of in this extreme kind of it's like a dark fa dystopian fantasy that they're all having um which i think kind of says a lot about what they actually think about most of the time because mm -hmm. i don't think about i don't think about this stuff a lot of the time I think about like if you if you're obsessed with trans people and and transvestites and drag shows, just you know, to, you, maybe you need some some help. Maybe you need to maybe you need to get something off your chest. Maybe you need to go to a drag show. You know what I mean? Maybe you've got some. Uh, <laughs> maybe your sexuality isn't quite as defined as you'd like to think it is, right? If you're that obsessed with all this stuff, that's what it, it yeah. seems to me like. These are just very insecure, sad little men who have you know hang-ups that they don't want to admit to themselves um yeah i mean i don't understand i don't understand this uh, this theory from michael knowles that yes guns are the leading cause of death for children but we need to drag we need to ban drag shows and leave guns entirely legal yeah. it just doesn't make any sense so it's like he just he's walking right into it but he doesn't need to make sense for people to go, oh, okay, yeah, hmm. Um, because these are the same people who are saying things like, oh, my God, CBP confiscated a gazillion pounds of fentanyl at the border. Why is there such an awful crisis at the border? You know, so it's like you don't, you don't need to make sense anymore. All you need to do is tell people what they should be afraid of. I mean, but, these, are but, people, these are the same people who, at the same time, they're screaming about how they need to protect children are weakening child labor laws because they want children working in, you know, coal mines and they want them working in uh, lumber, the lumber industry, and they want them working in meatpacking plants where kids get hurt easily. Like adults mm. get hurt in those jobs. Kids get hurt at a much higher rate, but they want those kids working there and they're pretending it's protecting children and parent choice. Right, mm -hmm. to give them the right to work in those jobs, and it's insane because they don't give a shit. Bob, I I did like your the your deal, right? Democrats pledged to oppo to oppose banning all firearms in exchange for Republicans supporting car stop regulations on guns. Yeah, I wonder, duh. Yeah, I thought that was actually. Yeah, I wonder whether that could be the basis for something. You know, like let's have a grand bargain. You know what I mean? Let's do like a sort of. Obama cut style, you know, Obama kind of crafted this grand bargain, right, on yeah. on, um, on healthcare, uh, where he sort of, I mean, I, I obviously wasn't I, I wasn't happy with the, the deal that he made, but I recognised that, that was the deal that could be made, given the you know, given the circumstances right, the ACA was, was passed with, I mean, there were so many corporate giveaways and, and, and boosts to insurance, to private insurance companies that it was kind of like it essentially was a giant corporate kind of, you know, they got tax breaks, they got, um, uh, I mean, basically guaranteed income, right? So the health insurance mm -hmm. companies did quite well out of it. But that's what you had to do. That's what you had to do to get this thing 
through to get the ACA pass, right? I thought it was a bargain worth, you know, and now no American has to go without healthcare. That, yeah, that's a fantastic, yeah. that's a, that was a fantastic tr- trade, trade-off, I think, and it could have been, and it was built on as well. So I think that, you know, we are due a sort of, uh, uh, I know I'm going a bit off topic here, but, but I do think that that kind of grand bargain could be some, you know, something to work on, right? Democrats pledge, yeah. you know, you make a pledge on that. The flaw with that strategy, though, Ben, is it assumes that Republicans will operate on good faith, and they won't. They don't care about coming up with some sort of solution for all of this. All they care about is, well, those voters support us when we scare the piss out of them, so let's continue to scare the piss out of them. Um, right. And that's and that's all they give a shit about. It's it's like it's owning the libs, scaring the base. Owning the libs, scaring the base. And so, I mean, any sort of logical, common sense bargain that you could draw here, and I think that's a reasonable bargain. A pledge never to ban firearms in exchange for automobile style regulations on firearms and firearm owners. No. They'll never do that. The NRA will never allow it. The gun lobby will never, ever allow that to happen, unfortunately. I mean, I wish it weren't the case, but, yeah, yeah. That that is it's the, case, the slippery slope argument. If we allow this, then they're going to they're gonna uh, renege and yada, yada, yada. I mean, I thought Biden did a pretty good job. That <laughs> What was that the, the deal that he made with Republicans on, on, like, red flag laws and things like that and mental health um, uh, services in schools and things like that? I thought that was good. Uh, you know that was that was a step in the right direction. That's the most yeah. action I've seen, um, at least since Bill Clinton banned uh, assault rifles in the nineties. Well, one thing that may actually work, and it takes a little bit of a Jedi mind trick to make it happen, but you uh, present it in a way that it makes it seem like it's their idea. And the reason I say that is in the wake of, I believe, the. God, I'm I'm losing track of all the gun massacres. Shocking that that would happen. I think it was after Las Vegas where that guy was up in that hotel and he just was spraying bullets into the crowd because he was using a bump stock with an AR-15, which the manufacturers of that bump stock said, this will spray bullets like a hose, right? Mm. Basically turns a semi-automatic rifle into a fully automatic rifle. And... Donald Trump banned those things. I mean, say what you will about Donald Trump. He fucking banned bump stop bump stocks. And so but he but he only did it because it was his idea. It wasn't Democrats coming to him and saying or anyone on Twitter or anyone else going, hey, Donald Trump, you got to ban bump stocks. I mean, we were saying that, but it wasn't like he was accepting that as the impetus behind why he did it. He did it. Because he thought it was his idea. And uh, it was a a smart thing to do. I can't believe I'm complimenting Donald Trump. (laughs) Probably. My guess is it wasn't his idea. It's someone made it seem as though it was his idea. But it was actually an outside idea from his staff or someone else. Um, Yeah, that's one thing I'll say about the guy. I don't think Donald Trump likes guns. I I genuinely don't think he. I think he hates guns. Well, he's a coward. He's ultimately a coward, and guns make him afraid. And, you know, you, we've seen how he reacts. There was that one thing where there was, like, a popping noise or someone trying to storm the stage, and he, like, this was in 2016, and he just utterly panicked. The Secret Service came up and tried to protect him and everything, and he was fucking terrified. It's like that, 
that thing at his, in his office where the uh, there was an eagle and the eagle just moved slightly and Trump thought it was going to bite him or something like that and he oh God, cowered like yeah it was so funny um, but I think ultimately Donald Trump is a coward so in that respect <laughs> I don't think Donald Trump wanted to be murdered himself which is probably why he agreed to do this to do it yeah interesting yeah. interesting well yeah I mean again I think that's going to be I hope that at some point that, that we can figure out a way th- through this because the, the the gun stuff i mean i've got to say like where i live now the they're like they're like carjackings happening all the time um and it's getting kind of crazy over here mm-hmm. and the, the, the sort of fire and people are getting shot all over the place and you like think okay look how much longer does when, when it's on your doorstep um <laughs> the need for you think okay look we've got to do something about this this is like getting crime is rising like people have got guns everybody's got a bloody gun um school shooting still going on at some point right something's got to give at some point something's got to give i don't know i think mate having a, a white nationalist fascist insurgency doesn't help things i i i, I would say that um <laughs> uh, to point out the obvious so but yeah weird right i think that could be a, a, a thing bob like you get them to believe that they're doing they're the ones in ch- doing it yeah right it's their idea that could work well look guys i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it there um for today we're not gonna go we're not having an emergency meeting podcast today i'm not feeling up quite up to it uh hopefully i'll be more full strength next week um but everybody again thank you for listening i really appreciate it and thanks again for all the kind words um if you would like to support the banter please do that you can get a banter membership you'll be able to get access to all of our paid uh, members content uh, the emergency meeting podcast which does happen every week when i don't have an email and um <laughs> yeah uh, it, it's great that's what we rely on to keep going so um your support is really really appreciated and uh, guys thanks very much for keeping the you know holding the fort down while i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorting myself out and uh, yeah we'll be hopefully back next week can't wait to get uh, for you to get back to your normal self again ben this is uh I, I hope you. I hope you feel better soon. I hope you get this squared away. Yeah, Thank you, Bob. This is a rough winter for you. It's, yeah, it's seriously. Been, it's, it's been a rough winter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I'm, I'm hopeful. Um, but anyway, guys, thanks very much, and everybody listening, thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Ben. All right, bye. Cheers. <laughs>